0: We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: This one is called The Plants. Take
0: 8. Yoga!
3: Welcome to The Funniest Thing, Yes, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. That's right. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland.
1: Yes, yes. And you know what? Why don't you tell them the title of today's show? Well, Ed, come on. You can call it what you want. That's right. Today's show is called You Can Call It What You Want with Phil Pearson. At any moment, we can transform our circumstances by changing our minds about them. The great news is we get to choose. So let's stop cursing and start blessing. On this episode, Daryl and Ed remind listeners that anytime we're feeling fearful, we can experience love by extending love to others and during the second segment, Unity Luminary Phil Pearson makes our choice easy with today's Daily Word assurance. Ah. Are you ready for the three breaths? Yes. Our This comes from a couple of brothers who um, made spiritual music. What year was that? Well, they transformed the blues into joy. Yes. They'll, they'll turn your frown upside down by... T- transforming the blues into joy and there's a funny story about how this title came about but let's do our breaths <coughs> okay first we're gonna sing it right yeah and uh okay okay why
3: well, okay we're, we're changing that portion no we'll do okay okay
1: ready take yeah. a breath to clear your mind okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you can You're call it what, what you want. want but i call <laughs> it blessing with the kids ah <laughs>
3: You can call it what you want, but I call it blessing with the kids. Ah. You You can can call call it what
1: what you want, want, but I call call it blessing
2: with the kids. ah. Ah.
1: That feels good. Thank you, Angels. We are visited on Facebook Live by Tavo Tavo. Hello. By the way, uh, today's show, the title, which is called You Can Call It What You Want, is, it comes from a song by the Blues Brothers called Messing With The Kid. That's right. And I was driving home from the beach uh, a week or so ago, and Daryl started sending some – what kind of texts were they? Loving. Some loving Jabs. <laughs> Some, some kind of loving jabs. And I said, and I just happened to be listening to the Blues Brothers song, Messing with the Kid. And he says, you can call it what you want, but I call it messing with the kid. So I just texted back to him. You can call it what you want, but I call it messing with the kid. It was the best ever. And he started laughing. And then we realized you can call it what you want. It's the perfect title for a show because life is happening and we can either bless it or curse it. We can either call it heaven really or hell. We can look we get to choose how how we put our word to it. You know, what we say about it, what we think about it. What thoughts we choose to think about it. That's what the real meaning of response ability yes means. The
3: ability to respond and the, we're always responding. Yes. But how am I am I using my response ability to choose a way to respond that's advantageous to my my mental health yeah, <laughs> and to, the, and then, and and to, to everyone, everyone else yeah. as well.
1: And from um, A Deep Breath of Life from Alan Cohn, if you want to read any books we read, go to DarylNed.com. There's a reading list. You can order them. Um, or, uh, or I should say, and we always recommend a morning routine, um, which consists of some inspired reading followed by some meditation, which is just simply breathing, relaxing, letting, writing, whatever, yeah, whatever. you I, Yeah, yeah, but I would say the meditation part would, is, I don't think writing, I mean, that's part of it, but I think the meditation of sitting and breathing and letting go and then getting into the affirmative thought and writing some things down. I mean, I know there's a million and one things that you could do, and if writing is what Daryl's been doing for meditation, he calls meditation now. <laughs> I so He's
3: Another fun thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want people to think, you know, get the wrong impression. And but when we say meditation, it could just be a few moments. It doesn't have to be. Uh, we don't want to give yes. this. We don't want to give the impression mm-hmm. that it's a superstitious practice. Meaning, because I, I just talked to someone this week, mm-hmm. and he says, "Oh my God, oh, I'm thinking negative 95 percent of the time." And he goes, and I'm doing everything. they get closer to God. I'm, I'm meditating 20 minutes twice a day. And I am go, wait a minute, wait, what? And then I realized what he meant by that. Yeah. Because there's, I know, I've met a lot of people that think superstitiously mm. about meditation, meaning, okay, I, this guy recommends, you know, 20 minutes twice a day, and it'll center you and solve your problems. But what happens is, they're not realizing or making the connection that it's an enjoyable visit plugging into our higher consciousness or God. Yes. And just to savor that, and if 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 you just savor it for a few moments, that will um, yes. bring about more results than 24 hours of busyness. But if yes. you're doing it with the idea that, I did 20 minutes of just sitting there you know what yeah, you understand no, I understand what understand. I'm saying like, yeah. so now why aren't things getting better Well it's because it's the way in which you're called, like you're viewing your meditation practice as a um, as just a thing to check off a list yes but what right. we're saying in the morning think of it as a moment to just connect.
1: Yeah, and, you know, and part of what I think why when you said writing, what made me think is what, why that like doesn't quite ring a bell with me at this moment is that for me, the meditation part too is like, let go. Yes. Stop doing anything for just a few minutes at least, because when we stop doing anything, our cork will naturally float to the surface. The Our mentality will naturally rise. That's why it is such a good medicine, because we don't have to do anything except relax, maybe stop doing what we've been doing that's holding ourselves down. Yes. And just for a moment, a few minutes, relax and let your consciousness naturally float up to the surface. Yes. Which kind of goes well with sharks or goldfish, which was um, from today, November 19th, uh, in Alan Cohen's book, A Deep Breath of Life. He says, sharks like goldfish will grow in proportion to the size of the environment offered them. And so will thoughts. Give your positive or negative thoughts some space and food and they will shape your life. Behold the power of potential and attention. We can make anything we want out of our lives. We have the raw material to do it all, but we must choose what we want to make or else we will be subject to the downward pull of mass thinking. If you don't use your mind, someone else will. Well, that's why that title is good. You can call it what you want, but I call it messing with the
3: kids because what uh, you know, Cohen's referring to other people using it, it's easy to get sidetracked by things I see or hear yes. from other people, yes you know, especially on social media, I started realizing with social media, it really made it clear that at any moment, mm-hmm. I really have, I mean, this is just my this morning's idea. A week from now is my change. But I like when they're absolute in the moment because it, yes. it gets me through one lifetime, which means one day. That's right. And it's the perfect thing for me because I started thinking, you know what? Social media has made me hyper aware that that I really do want, I have one or two options. One is I could be a good newser. You know what I mean? Yes. Share something that I feel good about and I want to share it with my friends. Right. Not sharing, I'm not talking about sharing because I want to project an image of myself. I'm just saying something that I feel good about. And I want to share it, right. and it makes me feel like I've given a gift, like mailing someone a postcard. Right, and it's it's out there and it's done, and I'm not like checking what oh, did anyone like that, how they respond. It's just that feels wonderful. So I could be a good newser. Right. Or here's the other here's the thing I got to watch out for is the temptation when I see because social media made this very obvious, but it goes on even without social media. I'll hear something, see something, or read something that offends me. You know, right. Something in the news. And when I mean offended, not, oh my God, she was wearing no shirt. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Offend meaning upset me. Right. And now I'm upset. So now I have a choice to either let it go and go, okay, that has nothing to do with me because we're going to read a great reading by Fox. Or I could, here's the problem I got to avoid to not be a repeat offender. Right. Where, ooh, now I'm going to share this on social media, you know, which is I yes. heard something that upset me. Right. So now I'm going to share it. under right. the guys that I'm helping people. But right there, I'm not helping anyone. Right. Because you could call it what you want, but I call it messing with the kid because I may think of it as being virtuous and helping right. others see, look at something and go, yeah, that is bad but that, there's no good in that. And I was thinking, is this ever good? And is it really being a good newser, advantageous to humanity? Cause I was like art, like going, is this just willy nilly? You know how our mind starts, yeah. but I really want to err on the side of positive. And it came clear, yes, advantageous. And yes, it's the truth. And we're gonna read that in a second. You know why? Because when I'm happy, I don't feel the urge to hurt anyone. You know what I mean? When I feel good about life, I I feel like I love everybody. Right. And so if we're sharing positive rather than becoming a repeat offender by repeating something that offended us, we're actually being part of the solution, not the problem, because the more people feel uplifted and healthy and loved and optimistic, which is another word for just being hopeful and faithful, well, don't you think that causes a ripple effect to that will cure a lot of the problems yeah. that I was offended by? And I mistakenly think that the cure is to share the offense. What
1: right. offended me? Well, and the challenge of that is too. Another part that goes along with that is we're tuning our mind to the vibration of yes. whatever we focus on. Yes. Yes. So, When we tune in and and we even magnify, turn up the volume by then sharing it with others, we get more and more and more to feel scared of or more and more and more to feel upset at. Look at this. Esther Hicks from uh, Abraham Hicks says, uh, when you deliberately seek positive aspects of whatever you are giving your attention to, you, in a sense, tune your vibrational tuner to more positive aspects of everything. And of course, you could tune yourself negatively as well. But as you you are... Looking for positive aspects in yourself or in others, you will find more of those things. The better it gets, the better it gets, for you get more and more of what you are thinking about whether you want it or not. And that's why this show, that's really why the show is called You Can Call It What You Want. This is a great example. This is
3: from Around the Year with Emmett Fox. It's also on our reading list at DarylAndEd.com.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he says, uh, and this is a big thing because we were saying it would be it would be much easier to be stay positive if we are completely surrounded by everything positive and everyone was saying things positive but more likely than not you're going to encounter people with that aren't tuned to the positive frequency or that are sharing things or in one way or another in real in, re, in you know in front of you or on a social media or on the television or the newspaper oh well, and one other thing or text that your it, families well, sent
3: you something and you said it just uh, this morning i also can't afford the luxury of even, of putting myself in a self-righteous position of being offended by the person who shared the stuff that offended me because I'm not sharing it, but now I'm offended. Why do they have to share, you know what I mean? Yes. Share it. I, this, is, this show is all about, I gotta bless them as well. Yes. I gotta bless them and forget them. Forgive them
1: and forget them. Yes. All right. I see people saying hello from Facebook Live. Hello everyone. So, so Emmett Fox says, if when those around you are talking negatively about something or someone, you chip in with your contribution. You are taking a strange dog by the ears, so look out. If you get emotionally entangled in what is not your affair through indignation, self-righteousness, hatred or otherwise, you have seized the dog again and he will bite. And when you and even to think negatively concerning such matters is in the secret chamber of your own heart will bring you proportionate. And natural punishment it is always right to think rightly about any person or situation and if you do this many opportunities will come to you to help people practically without any breach of law and without coming near the dangerous dog and here we actually have a great
3: recipe or cure yes for this is uh, from another one from uh, Alan Cohen it's from November and it says dr. Christian Almerich, also known as Dr. Happiness, uses a simple technique to reframe situations that seem negative. Ask yourself, what is the happiest thought I could think about this situation, suggests Dr. Almerich, and then assume and act as if it's the truth about it. You will succeed because the truth is always the thought that brings us the most life. Conversely, if something brings you down to think it, it cannot be the final truth. The truth brings happiness.
1: Yes. You know, I was thinking of, there's, there's a couple things I was thinking about. One is the our breaths, where you can call it what you want, but I, we call it blessing with the kids, and that actually came from uh, the fact that I teach my students, and when I listen to a lot of the trainings that I'm given and things that are given, they're kind of uh, presented in like a fearful, very concerned, very complicated way. And they bring to me. It's, they suck the joy right out of teaching, right? And the, for me, the joy is kind of my compass for what to teach, how to teach it. Helps me stay connected to the kids. I stay can you know. Right. And so, because joy is yes. the truth, because it brings life. Yeah, and it's amazing. So we so that's that was part of what led us to say we call it blessing with the kids because they you know in the Bible it does say you must be like a child to enter the kingdom, which means you must have a childlike joyful. Sort of radiant um, point of view, you know, state of mind to really see that you're already in heaven. The heaven is all around us. It's the light that we bring to it that allows us to see that we are already in heaven. And I was thinking about what Emmett Fox said. Another thing I was thinking is because of social media and even texting and all stuff. I mean, he probably started with the phone. It's like we got to be very clear about what it really is ours to do. What is in my life? Because sometimes these quote world problems that everyone's focusing on could be just a distraction for me actually loving and bringing my love and joy to the things that are mine to do each day. So if all that crap that's like such a high priority is interrupting me being a loving, joyful person doing my job that day, then it's not helping. No, it's actually making it worse, making
3: that big high priority worse because the ripple effect from our little yes. Life. And you remember, you just brought a point where you said these big world problems can seem like this or can be a distraction. They are a distraction because I if agree. we just keep it simple and mind what's here, it's amazing. Like if you stop, because I've had to stop lately and look and go, wait a minute, what is really going on? Meaning, yes. what is really going on in my life right now? And I go, well, my house is peaceful. <laughs> You know, it's sunshine today. Nobody's screaming down the streets. People are smiling and walking. But if I look outside of that, or hear gossip out from outside of that, and then I decide to join in with it, well, now that disrupts everything in my little... In
1: my little, right. my, my real, my reality. It's not even little, it's my reality. Well, yeah, that makes me think like a phone or a TV or whatever it is. It's kind of like having a person living in your pocket yes. or in your living room. Yes. And if you look at it that way, if you had a person in the living room going, Oh my God, you're never going to believe what's happening th- in this country over there or this or that. It, you I know, would, You would probably want to <laughs> give them love or maybe you would call the police and say, Look, I got someone crazy in my living room. They're yelling. There's nothing going on here, but they're out of their mind. We really got to, like, realize that there's no one who has more power than you do in your life. Yes. Just because a million screens are projecting the one scared voice, it had to start somewhere who wrote, someone somewhere wrote, it's like the Wizard of Oz. Someone back there is like a little person behind the screen writing these scripts. (laughs) They're no more powerful (laughs) or important than you are. You are the most important. I was telling my kids this today. Your voice is the most important voice in your life. Oh, my God. My voice is the most important voice in my life. I can't believe you're saying that.
3: Because um, Art Block Zine, that magazine that I yeah. contribute to every, like, six months, they yeah. do the stuff, work with the autistic kids. and Right, right. So uh, the title of the theme was Word on the Street. Ah. And the thing that I, the illustration I sent them was because I never used it. With I never sent it to them. Was you know the, the image from the yes card? I drew, yes. I drew a boy hopping a fence. He's got his tongue out, but he's he's on the top of the fence, just about to come over. Yes. Yeah, I know that. And it has a big word yes. And I I can't believe you said that to your kids today because the theme of that picture is re- regardless of the word on the street, the most important no, the most important word on the street is the one within.
1: Yes. Oh my God! I just found this this morning. I had this, actually, in my personal library, if you will, the bathroom. I have Lowell Fillmore, The Prayer Way to Health, Wealth, and Happiness, which is a fantastic book. Oh, yeah, book. this
3: is worth finding on Amazon.
1: And I, you know what? my I was brushing my teeth, and I saw it over there, and my intuition was going, take a look at that book. And I was going, ah, you know, whatever. I always read that book. I don't need it. But then, right before I left the house, I did. And it was so perfect for our show and everything we're saying. He says, if we – this is – see, this is why Daryl and I, I – there, there's a certain flavor to unity that Daryl and I like. And, you're, and this is part of you're going to hear it in the words of Lowell Fillmore, who was the son of Charles and Myrtle, right? Yes. Yeah, Charles and Myrtle Fillmore. He said, "If we think we must control our thoughts by means of our human will, we shall not be able to achieve true control over our thoughts. Our our human will would advise us to fight against and condemn persons who speak negative words. Yes, such condemnation and contention is a mistake that most of us make." Many persons interested in reform movements also make the same mistake. We spend too much of our thought energy in negative thoughts of condemnation and contention. We should not give our attention to the evil that we do not want, and thus forget to think about the good that we do want. When we condemn wrong and are hateful and angry about the misdeeds of others, we must remember that the negative and destructive thoughts are in our own mind yes. and that by expressing them, we are building in harmony into our own little world. We can overcome negative thoughts only by filling our mind with positive thoughts. You
3: know what? Something you told our friend Stephen, Tom Thorpe helped pull me out of a uh, – what's it called when you dig a six-foot – ditch to bury yourself a grave
1: yeah oh yeah but you know that goes with the saying if if you find yourself in a hole stop digging yeah so you had to stop digging
3: yeah i got down to six feet and you told steve once he reminded me that what you're doing is you're picking up one grain of sand from the beach and sticking it in front of your eye and blocking out the millions and millions of grains of sand of good right that you brought to that particular incident. But you're just looking at the one little grain, you're pulling it up here, and you're going, oh, it's
1: all garbage. You know, it's funny you brought that. Because I I was doing that
3: that to myself from last night's
1: meeting. Yes, that's right. I don't know if we're going to tell that Maybe we'll get into that (laughs) after the break. But speaking of, I think this example, because it goes along with the Emmett Fox reading, which is grabbing the dog by the ears. Yes. Because we've been been using that phrase with each other lately. And so so, Stephen Tom Thorpe's mom had something that upset her. She grabbed that, that dog it. by the ears. Yeah, that it was wasn't it, even in her It wasn't wheelhouse. in her square. She grabbed the dog by the ears, threw it into Stephen Tom Thorpe's text box. Stephen Tom Thorpe got upset with it, threw it into, Dar- grabbed that same, now these are all ideas, mind you, not literally, but he yeah. grabbed, Stephen Tom Thorpe got upset by it, grabbed the, that dog by the ears, threw it into Daryl's passenger seat. Yeah, because I'm driving. I mean, he was I was mean, driving, and he got this text message. So then Daryl calls me and try to throw that dog... <laughs> Into my lap, and because this is the way it happens, one yes. person grabs the dog, and they're like, "Oh, this dog is trying to bite me." It feels terrible. And they throw it on someone else. This feels terrible. All the while, the dog doesn't even want to bite us; it, it's we're the ones grabbing it by the ears. But think about that when people start passing around negative and upsetting stories—they're grabbing this dog by the ears and throwing it from person yes. to person. it's hard because.
3: The emotion, the chemicals get released in our brain. Yes. And then the emotion is Ooh. That's right. So then what do we do? I gotta call it. I gotta get this out. This is horrible. But, yeah. but really we need to, and I'm not we're not saying this is easy. No. But we need to really go, wait, I gotta just throw this dog out of my de- delete the text thread, mute the feed on Instagram so you don't see any more of those from that person. And then you'll love that person. Do you know how many people? I've muted on Instagram, right? and I'm able to love them now when I see them in person because I'm not seeing all their miscellaneous negative chatting. That's like, yeah. Because that's not even them. That's right. They're just sharing other things that they were offended by on Instagram or on Facebook. So when I see the real person, I'm really
1: seeing the real person. Yes. That's funny because you're saying how it's kind of hard, but I was thinking like, if you want to build a house, it's going to be a little hard, right? That's right. But at the end of the day, the only thing that's going to get the house built is building it. Burning down everyone else's house is not no. going to get you the house that you want. So focus on the positive. Yes. Look at this quote from um, Sue Hodgson. You know, we got an inspiring email every day. You got 20. If you seconds. want to receive this inspiring email, <laughs> message us at yes. On garyoned.com or on Facebook. And we'll get it. We'll, we'll get your give us your email. We'll send it on to Sue. But this was from Mary Cup Furley from Guidelines to Prayer. A unity minister. To, uh, yeah, I will. It says, God is listening to you at this very moment. And he hears what you are saying, not only with your lips, but also with your deep inner feelings. The answers you seek will come to you. God's love will never fail to supply you with exactly what you need and what you earnestly desire and will open doors to even greater good than you can anticipate at the moment. Yes! So when we tune our thoughts to these positive thoughts, it's principle. All we're really doing is becoming receptive to the good that belongs to us and never ceases to come to us. So that's why you can call it what you want, but we'll call it Blessing with the Kids. So coming up next, Unity Luminary, Phil Pearson, makes our choice easy with today's Daily Word, Assurance. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. Woo!
0: We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing.
3: Welcome back to Funniest Thing. You made it past the break on today's episode.
1: You can call it what you want. That's right. That's right. Quick reading of another one from Lowell Fillmore. This is actually from that book. It's called The Little Foxes, but we found it in Truth Be Told, which is a free unity pamphlet. You can contact them to get it yourself. He says, do not let the bad habit of negative thinking grow on you. It may start in a harmless kind of way. You may begin by looking critically at a few negative points in your associates. You may not like something like that somebody, someone is doing or the way he wears his hat or his tone of voice. It's always possible to find something in nearly everybody to criticize, but there's always more good in everybody than bad. You can always find and enjoy something good in every person if you look for it. Yes, that's enough. Well, you know what? I, I could. I think he's talking
3: about me because there have been some people where I do get upset by the way they do that. Well,
1: if you just point and laugh, I know. And let it bring you joy. The then, then, you then do
3: I, it. yeah, then it's a blessing. It's the stewing and wondering where'd they get that hat. Why do they wear that hat? Okay, we want to thank our listeners. Yes. That's you. And if you'd like to contact us, we love it. We'll read your mail on the air. If you want to even request uh, to see about possibly being a guest to join us to read the Daily Word, you could send us snail mail, a letter at Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Or just go to our website, darrellned.com and hit the contact link. And now we like to give a special thanks to the chief engineer at Unity Online Radio. He's been a blessing to us since we started in 2013. Yes. And his name is Jeff Comfort. And each week, he takes us
1: right into the comfort zone. Yeah.
3: A quick shout out to Message of Hope. Now, this is a a branch of uh, the Unity Daily Word that provides free spiritual materials to those in need, the blind and visually impaired community. You could contact them at 866-421-3066. And we have several blind listeners that actually appreciate
1: blind Bobby Biggs.
3: Yeah, that actually appreciate that we uh, share this information. We also want to give a shout-out to the prayer line, 800-NOW-PRAYER, 800-669-7729. It's been around for over 125 years. It's amazing. I had to call them last night on my own behalf uh-huh. because I was giving a preparing to give a talk at the last minute. They contacted Very me last minute. within an hour. Can you give a presentation to the Culver City Arts Foundation? <laughs> So I called Silent Unity after I got everything set up, and I sat, and the prayer uh, minister, right, is that what they're called? Yeah. They gave one of the best prayers ever. And wow. she said, we're going to trust in your GPS, which is God's guidance, peace, What GPS, God's guidance, <laughs> peace, and, oh my God, I can't forget what the oh, S is. was it? Guidance. Peace. Did you write it down? Yeah, I wrote it. Can you believe I It'll it? It'll come back to you. It'll come back to me, folks. Well, that train left the
1: station. I'm going to have to jump on another one. Oh, well, I used it last night, too. A friend of mine was talking about a situation at work with a co-worker and a possible promotion, this, that, and the other thing. She's a supervisor. And I, you know what? I used the, my, the You Pray app, the letter U, the word pray. It's the, it's the Silent Unity free app at the app store. I typed in a prayer. And let it go. And what it did is it allowed me to not grab the dog by the ears, but instead pet the dog and affirm the best in that situation. I used it again for another friend, and I got great news from her this morning. So if you want to call Silent Unity, once again, 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729. And the app is the letter U and the word pray. This is like, if you're having trouble calling it what you want, call them. They'll help get you back on the frequency of love and knowing that all is well and getting in tune with the way you know God thinks or the divine mind or, or who you really are. And then from there, you start affirming and calling it what you want. I mean, that's what affirmative prayer really is, <laughs> calling it what you want. So next segment is the Daily Word. And uh, you can go to DarylAndEd.com at the bottom of the homepage. You can read The Daily Word. It refreshes daily. Or go to dailyword.com and order it for yourself. My friend was asking me, can she just get it digitally? And the answer to that is yes. Yes. We get it, the paper version and the digital, so that we can have the app. You can always press play on the app and hear it read to you, which is amazing. I get the large print version. But we, we love The Daily Word. It's been the center of our show since the very beginning. We build our show around it or find the perfect Daily Word to go with our show. And
3: today's.
1: Yeah, and today's guest is someone we stumbled upon through i think it was when i was researching the unity of diamond head one thing led to another i heard about dorothy pearson which led me to phil pearson which led us to listen to a talk from phil pearson and we said we have to have him on the show because he lives this way so this is a return for our good friend unity minister the young lad phil pearson how are you sir I'm
4: great. Thank you. I'm enjoying your gift of positive uh, thinking support.
3: Oh, well, thank you. We're, we're so happy you're joining us. Yes. It's my privilege.
1: So um, before we get you to the daily work,
4: oh, yeah, go ahead. You want me to speak on Blessed Assurance, right? Yes. yes. I thought maybe you'd uh, lead in by singing Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine. you remember that one? I do not, but I like the sound of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's a traditional hymn from the traditional church. And uh, I think we used to sing it in Unity Church. But anyway, um, we're all looking for assurance because positive thinking is a wonderful uh, approach to our lives but being a positive thinker is not an easy matter it takes everything within us to come up to being positive in situations that are beyond the norm and so i'm grateful that when i studied at uni school many years ago i always felt that i got courses in what i would call beyond positive thinking and uh, I think it's very important to really have the assurance that allows you to be positive in situations that are beyond the norm or reaching out to do something that uh, breaks the uh, norm in terms of success in your ministry, building a church, or if you're in business as I used to be, I used to um, sort of um, go beyond what anybody had done and everybody be amazed that it happened. And my response always was, but I didn't do it. Yes, right. And this is what I mean by interrupt me anytime you want, because once you start me, it's hard to turn me off. We love it. (laughs) Anyway, I, uh, as I say, I was taught uh, beyond positive thinking, unity Of course, he's famous for positive thinking, Norman Vincent Peale uh, came to address us all in Kansas City one year and said that he owed everything to the Fillmore's for positive thinking. And um, some of you may know even that uh, our our past president or our president of today uh, credits all his positive thinking that he went to Norman Vincent Peale's church. And yes. And Vince Appeal worked with the Unity Church. So anyway, positive thinking, positive thinking is powerful, but it's not easy when we go into uncharted water. And that's why I love the Beyond Positive Thinking, which is centered in the realization that we live and move and have our being in God. Yes. And Unity defined that for me in my early days by saying, God exists as universal mind everywhere present. And we live in that mind. The nature of that mind is absolute love. Love. So when you live with that consciousness, you, you realize you live constantly in a sea of mind that knows you specifically and loves you. Now, it's easy to give lip service to that, but when you keep living with that thought and realize, what does that mean? The mind that fashioned this universe, that is responsible for all the miraculous things that happen in nature, that same mind knows each one of us and is there to coach us, to lead us, to open doors for us, to heal us, or whatever the needs are. God wants to use us and express through us, and all we have to do is believe that. Yes. And see, that's a little different than just being positive about um, not getting upset of somebody giving you a hard time, and, and I don't belittle right. that, that's important. Because if you don't have that as a base, it's hard to get into a sense of God as love. Right. But anyway, I've loved the fact that Mr. Fillmore, the founder, loved so much about the things of science of his day. And I have sort of followed in this path in that science has been one of my biggest supporters for what I believe to be true about, for instance, God is universal mind everywhere present. Yes. And One of the things that I like to share is that most people don't know that this universe of ours, people think of it and they say, oh, we're on this big, solid Earth, and we've got that moon, that huge moon up there, we've got that huge star, and we've got the sun, and we've got all these galaxies around us, all this incredible physical stuff. And then when you explore what the scientists tell us, they say, All the known matter in the universe is only 5% of what's in the universe. That's all. Wow. Just 5%. And they say the rest of the universe is made up 27% of what they call dark matter and 68% of what they call dark energy. And neither of those things can they work with in terms of their usual approach to, to analyzing it, what's happening, they just know it's there. And they say that dark matter is that which gives structure to the universe. And they say that dark energy is that which gives expansion to our universe. And when you think about those things, you realize how easy it is for me to affirm that all that so-called dark matter and that dark energy is merely this presence of God-mind that we live in.
2: It's it's what
4: holds it all together. And it's what expands the universe physically, but it expands each of our lives. That's what God is trying to do with every one of our lives, expand it into a more marvelous expression of the Spirit of God that indwells us. Wow.
3: This is amazing. I I just want to interject real quick because Ed on a few episodes ago shared something he heard from Wayne Dyer that actually affirms everything you're saying that the opposite of depression is expression. Mm -hmm. It's allowing this loving energy to flow through me is what relieves me. Yes. Of the things that are causing congestion within myself and just coincidentally phil it was only maybe a year ago that a friend of mine coerced me to go to a planetarium and i thought oh this is going to be a bore fest because the last time i was in a planetarium Mm -hmm. i was in high school and it was just about killed me you know but this was 50 something years ago well the whole talk was about dark matter and dark energy. And the the entire time I was going, because it was an in-depth talk, it was an in-depth presentation. Right. But it, yeah. if, if, if you saw what I saw, because they went in depth about it, and I kept going, oh my God, this is, well, that could have been all I needed to say. But I was like, holy cow, this is, yeah. they could just be calling this love. Because everything they're saying about this dark energy is expansive and evolutionary and progressive and positive. And I'm going, oh, man, it was such a comfort to see the beliefs I've been trusting cross perfectly in a positive way that the science, they're highlighting each other exactly the way you just
4: shared. That's right. I think the day is coming, as I think Charles Fillmore affirms, that science and religion, and I'll put us in the religious school, uh, science and religion are coming together, and that will be the transformation time on earth, and we're playing our part in it.
1: Yes, so true. But
4: I think one of the most difficult things is to build the Conviction in yourself that you are important to this God mind that you yes love. yes you know that God sincerely has a plan a purpose for you and is there to go ahead of you every step of the way. Oh, I love it. It's that. so easy to talk about that, but it's another thing to say. It's true. I know it's true, and therefore. It's easy to be a positive thinker because you don't yes. have to fight with people. Yes. You don't have to be negative when you really believe that the yes. mind that built the universe loves each of us and is there to guide us and direct us. It's and, and you know I have to tell you I test that all the time and I sometimes think well God mind must get sort of bored with me doing it but it seems to always work out. I I. Uh, I go along doing something intellectually, and I start to get back down. And I say, "Okay, God, it's your turn, to take over." And it's unfailing how amazing. Suddenly, I see what I hadn't seen before, and it's yes, yes. isn't that great?
1: That yes. is phenomenal. You know, I I had that moment this year, and you know, sometime in the last year, the year where I realized if I'm the firm and all this stuff is true about God, and I'm leaving myself out of that, then I'm not really getting this. And I feel yeah. like I really turned, started turning another corner. I mean, there's a million corners to turn, but when I started realizing that, if I really, and I, and I'm so glad you're reminding me of this at this very moment. This is a perfect time for me to be remind, because be reminded of this, and it really does change everything when I realize that the divine wants to express through me in amazing ways. And that's what we, we've been, we've been reminding our listeners lately that this stuff is not like. I like what Eric Butterworth said. Our job is not to set it right, but to see it rightly. That's why this stuff works so well. All we're doing is getting ourselves back into the harmonious flow of what's already true. And then from there, everything looks different, feels different. And it's amazing. We realize how loved and supported we are. Yes, it changes everything. In a
3: moment, moment. when my brain clicks back to sanity and, and belief, it's... The things that were I was so worried about yeah. feeling so distraught over. Yeah. I mean, they immediately seem laughable. I'm going, was I really that distraught about that? Right. I, I was. I mean, that's how incredible I'm. Always so grateful to be proven wrong about my negative beliefs. Yeah. And I always am. You know, but sometimes I gotta be a firm and loving grandmother to myself and say, Come on, Daryl, you can let go of this now. Yeah. Trust in God and magic will happen. You know it always does. That's I don't, right. know, I don't, know. I don't right. know. I gotta I gotta get it done though on a deadline. I know you got you think that, but let it go.
4: And it's amazing. It's
3: amazing. It's amazing. It works every time.
4: Wow. Well, along our way, along our way, uh we have to be about the work of building the inner consciousness uh, along the way of positive thinking as you said but there are others amongst us who affirm correctly that we need to be about the business of building our 12 faculties or 12 powers as they're called in unity i've written a book on calling them the 12 faculties and i want to agree with that but at the same time there are some who think. That's all our work's about, and right. I say the primary thing is to know that God is trying to use you. And when you work on developing your twelve faculties, you're just making it easier for God to use you. Yes. Self, so self dependent, you don't need that. Right. God mind. Yeah. I agree so with we you. We need o, to be building the twelve faculties, but Jared. that's not the whole business of unity.
1: Daryl's mentor used to say a lot of people are too smart to get this, but no one's too dumb to get it. So even the pursuit itself can become such an act of self-will that we forget that really, like Daryl described it, our will is like a like the booster on a rocket to help us get back in the orbit. But once we're in that orbit, that the, the, we the, the natural boost takes yeah. over, and it's just amazing what happens. And everyone is worthy, and everyone is qualified to live it right now. Right. Good uh, good word. Good word. Would you mind reading yep. the Daily Word? We just have a few minutes before we have to say goodbye and wrap up the show. Uh, and...
4: I will. You know, I didn't know that you asked me to do that. I got it. Oh, I got it right here.
1: Oh, yeah. So we want to do yeah. the assurance from Saturday, November 21st.
4: I'm about to share it. Okay, great. The word for the day is God's love is with me in every situation. Amen. Amen. I find assurance in knowing that divine love is with me always. No matter what events unfold in my life or the world, I can always feel the loving, supportive presence of God within me. If I feel upset, I remember a spirit's constant loving presence. If I experience fear or doubt, I look for evidence of the divine amongst any pain or suffering I encounter. Regardless of the circumstance, I search for the good, including acts of kindness and helpfulness, or examples of strength and resilience. I place my focus on the expressions of divine qualities that I find all around me. When I discern the good in challenging or negative situations, I feel assured God is with me. I am at peace. And from Romans eight thirty one, what then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? Ah!
3: Oh, wow. Phil, can we ask you a question on the air? That's. Uh, that may shock you, but I know it's going to shock me because, and probably our listeners, because you sound so youthful. How old are you?
4: <laughs> well, my wife Dorothy always used to say, "I'm as old as God and as young as today." <laughs> well, that is the truth. But I, I will tell you, I'm ninety-three.
3: Wow. You really are an example of this. I got to tell you, I love you, Phil.
1: Yeah, we love you, Phil.
4: Well, I appreciate that. Uh, It's it's really due to that God mind that we've been talking about.
1: It's so evident in the lightness of your voice, the joy that comes through, the like... Uh, just the, the simple way with which you explain it and, and describe it, which makes it so exciting and enticing.
3: You know what? On our Facebook page, we'll share that video of the talk you gave in Hawaii. That inspired us, That yes. inspired us to reach oh, out. is that right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, wait Ed's, uh, got
4: to have
3: some, that. wait, Ed's got a little—I guess this is when you were early at the Unity Ministry. He's got a little story here. Is Why not, not? We Phil?
1: can't confirm this is true, Phil, so uh, bear with us. But a Catholic priest— Unity Minister Phil Pearson and a rabbi wanted to see who is best at their job, so they decided they would all go into the woods, find a bear, wow. and attempt to convert it. Ooh. Afterward, they all got together to share their stories. The Catholic priest started When I found the bear, I read to him from the catechism and
3: sprinkled him with holy water. Next week, his first communion. Next, Unity <laughs> Minister Phil Pearson said, I found a bear by the stream and affirmed his oneness with God. The bear was so mesmerized that he smiled,
1: thanked me, and gave me a big bear hug. Then the Catholic priest and Phil Pearson looked down at the rabbi, who was lying on a gurney nearby, <laughs> wrapped in bandages. The rabbi looked up, shrugged, and said, "Oh, they! Looking back, Maybe I should have started. Maybe you, I shouldn't
3: have started with the circumcision."
4: Oh, oh, <laughs> I take no credit for that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my God, Phil! Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Wait, wait, we got some mail here. We hear the mailbag coming in. It's the FedEx feline. Oh, no, what on? do we got? First yeah. from Char Coachman Is- from from Sequim, Washington. She says. I love you guys. Thanks and gratitude for your thoughts and the love and laughter you share with us all. Sandy Page from Chicago says, wow, I'm so happy to hear both of your awesome tales of changing your perspective. It really helps me. I'm just nodding my head the whole time. The Blues Brothers! What are you guys doing here? Hey, hit. Hey, girl. (laughs) You got a song for us to sing? We sure do. All right, let's let's sing it out. Okay, you ready? Hit it! You know the kids all smile, the kids all play, say what they mean, what they say. Hey yeah. Tell me what you we did. Can call call what you can call it what you want. We call it blessing with the kids
3: Visit DarylNed.com to find easy links hey. to everything we do and thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing on Unity online radio. Yeah, you can call it what you want.
1: We call it blessing with the kids?